0: Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir.
1: I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast.
0: Yes, and we, in, uh, in Calgary, uh, where we live, we're right in the middle of Stampede.
1: Stampede! Which
0: is a time when everybody puts on cowboy hats and plaid and jeans.
1: It's true.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's true.
1: I was I like, know, I, I wear jeans, I, and I was like, no, I don't.
0: I don't know where plaid uh, came into that, but it just...
1: Cowboys wear plaid. Because, like, it doesn't show the dust as much.
0: I don't I don't 100% know if that's true. I also don't 100% know that it's false.
1: Think about our grandpa. He was a cowboy, and there's a lot of pictures of him wearing plaid.
0: Yeah, but he was also Scottish.
1: He was also Scottish.
0: <laughs> yeah. Touche. Yeah. Honestly, when I think of cowboy, I just think of, like, I do think of the button-up So I think of a solid color. I don't honestly think of, like, look at that one wearing, that man wearing plaid.
1: Yeah, but like the dust. The dust, Kevin. It <laughs> hides so much better on the pattern. I don't think cowboys care. Cowboys' wives care.
0: I don't think that cowboys honest- have wives. No, I don't no, I don't think that's really matters at all. I don't know where we It's always and it's blue pla- it's blue plaid.
1: Not always. a red plaid. A, it's
0: a lot of blue plaid though, I feel Yo. like.
1: I've been to Stampede this year. Have you been?
0: I'm just saying that when I look around, you don't have to go to Stampede to see the people dressed up for Stampede.
1: I think the blue plaid's just because most people look better in blue than they do in red. They exist. But that, like, buffalo plaid, that's a real thing. All right. Real Stampede thing. Yeah. That's why Budweiser copied it.
0: Anyways, the town is full of of people doing cowboy stuff and making bad decisions and...
1: Today at work we had a Stampede breakfast. Yeah, and it was like we there was a Greater University Stampede breakfast on a different day, but then we had to make one like within our office. Yeah, and I'm on the social committee, and so people were allowed to bring stuff if they wanted to, as like a potluck thing. Yeah, um, but the social committee was like, okay, we'll supply like the pancakes, the bacon, the sausage, which for those of you not from Calgary are the key components of a pancake breakfast
0: oh stampede breakfast stampede breakfast yes
1: stampede pancake breakfast yeah so um like one of the girls operated the griddle she made the pancakes at work and then two of the other girls like made the bacon at home someone who's not even on the social committee wanted to help so she made the sausage sausage at home yeah that's fair guess what my contribution was napkins three liters of soda water there you go Lovingly made on my soda stream this morning (laughs) it looked like i did a thing. But I did not do a thing.
0: Well, I mean, also you go to buy soda water.
1: No, the soda. No, then I didn't make anything.
0: No, I understand that, but I mean, <laughs> it, <laughs> you like did the opposite of when people like go to go to like a grocery store and buy cookies and then put them on a plate. It's like oh, I like it's the cookies. True. You did the opposite. You made something that's usually bought in a store, but, but you I ma- made it. You made it at home, and we're like, look, I made it. And everyone's like. Okay.
1: No, they were impressed. <laughs> they were like, ooh, who made the soda stream? And I was like, I made three liters of soda water. <laughs> Maybe the
0: like, soda water.
1: That's too much soda water.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of soda water.
1: Well, it was there so people could make fake mimosas. You can't drink at work. Fimosas. We work for a university.
0: Very clear, they call famosas.
1: Yeah, so we had mimosas. Yeah. But most people did not put the soda water in their famosas, so they just had orange juice. And then I sat in my office and was like, well, the soda water's here and drank three liters of soda water while I was working.
0: Ah, I thought you were going to have more Famosas.
1: No, I can't have that much sugar. Then I'd be vibrating (laughs) like crazy. (sighs) Uh, Okay, but people who don't know the Stampede, just so you know, it's very impressive. For last night, I saw a free concert. And who played that free concert? Our Lady Peace. Cheryl Crow. Oh, no,
0: Cheryl Crow was last night. hmm
1: Our Lady, Our Lady Peace, Peace was also last night, it wasn't Our Lady last... Peace was at the Stampede Roundup, which is what oh, okay. used to be Oxford Stomp and used to be at – it's the outdoor concert that I kept buying tickets to and it kept getting rained out. Oh, yeah. So they've moved it to a place that is not as affected by rain. And that was Our Lady Peace and the Goo Goo, goo Dolls and Train.
0: I don't know the Goo – wow, that's the most obvious group of people like – I know. Like that, like some – I don't know if those three have ever played together before but they should have like always played They should played.
1: play together all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, when you're like okay, it's our lady beast Goo, Goo dolls and 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 who else are going to get? Uh, I guess train. No, that's all that's obvious. Obviously train's going to be there.
1: If I had not thought that I would jinx it by buying tickets, yeah. I would have said we should buy tickets. I,
0: I, didn't, I knew it was Our Lady Peace. I did not realize it was Goo Goo Dolls and Train.
1: <laughs> Isn't that so good?
0: <laughs> that is, that, there's something perfect about that. It's
1: just, like, guys, whoever stampede. Who,
0: whoever booked those three acts and put them together and had that idea deserves some kind of award.
1: And, like, I don't think that concert was free, but I think that concert was, like, 40 bucks
0: yeah the thing with the stampede is they have the the Coca-cola stage
1: which is where the free concerts are and
0: they and those are usually they get like some insane things on that for like free I mean yeah for free you have to be in the stampede but they're just playing there
1: and there's like a lot of deals to get into the stampede I've gone to the stampede twice this year yeah and I've spent a total of four dollars on admission
0: yeah it, it it
1: can be very expensive if you want it to be expensive
0: yeah. I don't want really to go to the stampede because it's not really my jam. Uh,
1: but Kevin... I'm always
0: aware when it's around, though.
1: Yesterday, I ate bacon-wrapped peanut butter cups that were deep fried. Don't you wish you ate that? No. Oh.
0: No, I don't.
1: I also ate cheeseburger poutine, which was just poutine with nacho cheese sauce on top of it, and then a cut-up hamburger patty.
0: Okay, now let's be clear. That's not what you do. What you do <laughs> to make cheeseburger what you do to make cheeseburger uh, poutine is you may, is you have poutine, but then you put beef chunks in it.
1: No, it was a cut-up hamburger patty.
0: I just don't like the nacho cheese element.
1: No, it was good. It meant that every bite was a good bite because every bite had cheese. Because, you yeah. know, sometimes you're eating your poutine and you're like, well, all I have is gravy and fries. Well, that means it's
0: done. Yeah. <laughs> that means the poutine's done.
1: But this meant the poutine was never done until it was all gone. I guess. So I got my full $13 worth out of that poutine. <laughs> okay, so I saw Cheryl Crow for free, but I spent $13 on poutine. That's
0: sort of the trade-off there, isn't it? It is. Yeah.
1: And I also spent $8.25 on a Bud Light.
0: Nice. Good.
1: A can. A can of Bud Light.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I thought like <laughs> I thought there was, it was going to be in a different direction. Like
1: a pint or something?
0: I thought it was going to be something more than just a can. It was a can. Like a small can? I mean like, like, like a, a regular normal, size yeah, can a normal size yeah. can it wasn't like those extra cans that you sometimes see.
1: No. It wasn't a tall can like you get in Vegas <laughs> for less than eight twenty five.
0: Uh, to be clear, the tall the tall cans I see in Vegas are the same size as like Arizona iced teas. Yeah,
1: so they're like twenty four ounces or whatever.
0: Yeah. Which I don't know,
1: know what that translates to Canada sizes, but
0: yeah, me neither. I should do our show. Yeah. Alright.
1: So our show, which relates to Stampede in no way whatsoever. Well,
0: teens making bad decisions. Touche. So this is the OC season two, episode six. The Chrismica that almost wasn't.
1: The Chrismica that almost wasn't. That was a bad whisper title. <laughs>
0: So we start uh, with one of the, with a sort of re- reoccurring thing we'll be getting in this episode, which is Sandy meeting people in places.
1: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> in yeah. places, he he doesn't want to be in any of the places where he meets people. My well, favorite
0: like, they put out, they hang a lantern on it later, but essentially he just has like a list
1: of like people he has to secretly meet
0: and places where he can meet them. But he's ran out of them, so at a certain point he just meets someone in front of a hot dog cart on a dock. <laughs> he's like,
1: he's I don't like, know. I
0: guess this is where we're meeting now. <laughs>
1: But this first meeting is important. It's with Cal.
0: It's very sad looking. Like, like they, yeah. it is desaturated. And
1: and like the sky is gray and Cal is dressed like it's winter. Is, to be fair, St- Sandy immediately points out that no one should be wearing a wool coat.
0: It's like 50 degrees, which I don't know what that is.
1: I don't know. I could ask Siri. No, we're not doing that.
0: Fahrenheit is, is, zero, is zero Celsius. For so it's still above zero. Yeah, so
1: it's got to be like... I would say, like, 11 degrees.
0: Oh, man.
1: Celsius? I don't know. That's, what, <laughs> that's not cold at all. Uh, my phone knows what I want. I'm continually transferring things from Fahrenheit to Celsius.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like that's one of the things that that uh, all search engines have is once you put in, like, a number and degrees, they're like, you want to change this from either Celsius to Fahrenheit to Fahrenheit to Celsius. It's
1: 10 degrees Celsius. Yeah. And 10 degrees Celsius, I wear shorts sometimes.
0: 10, 10 degrees Celsius, I'm like, this is way too hot. <laughs> <laughs> This this is terrible. I hate this.
1: We are in Calgary right now. It is summer. It is summer. And it is are... 21 degrees Celsius.
0: Which now you have to translate to Fahrenheit because we're not going to do it.
1: And you tell us if you think that's cold. Anyway. anyway um,
0: we learned some facts here about the case, which still...
1: Cal is a dumb dummy. I'm he getting keeps... such a...
0: He- I get such a headache thinking about motives in this
1: he just keeps saying well it'd be worse to tell the truth and then Sandy's like, what? You think it'd be hard to deal with Kirsten and Julie? And he goes, no, Kirsten would be fine. Julie is the problem. Like, why, would, like, Julie, what?
0: why would Julie be angry?
1: You weren't dating Julie 16 years ago. But
0: when? Since when does Julie seem like she's that someone's, like, a, when, when is Julie a paladin who, who's like, ah, but you must be a good person.
1: And, like, you've already been paying for Lindsay. So it's not like Julie's like, oh, no, I found out about this girl and I have less money. Like, there's literally no reason for Julie to be upset. And even when she is upset later, she's really upset because she turns a mirror on herself.
0: Maybe. Maybe. We'll we'll see. Um, But we learn that Renee's apparently going to plead the fifth because, sure, whatever. Um, But Caleb... Also, so not only does he mention Kirsten and Julie, he's talking about Lindsay, and he says, but what will happen to her? And I'm like, what? Nothing? What do you mean? Nothing will happen to her.
1: Also, I want to continue to point out, if he goes to jail and Renee Wheeler goes to jail, Lindsay's life is destroyed. Yeah, I don't
0: get it. And it does not get any better the more we learn about it. No,
1: Renee's motivations make sense eventually
0: event really eventually and even then it's kind of look we'll be go, we'll be coming back to this a whole a whole bunch so how about we go to something a little bit lighter
1: this is all about short-term gains versus i don't know
0: no it, it's a it's about nothing it's about nothing
1: <laughs> later speaking of nothing <laughs> seth is super into chrismica to a point where it's almost unlikable
0: yeah it's it's
1: <laughs> he berates his mother for not cleaning the menorah good enough
0: yeah, and then doesn't help her and Seth carry in the tree. And yeah. then decides that he's not going to do, he's going to be the supervisor.
1: <laughs> of the Christmas celebrations. And then he sends Ryan out to find Jews. And Ryan's <laughs> like, I definitely should not do that.
0: Yeah, did, was, was that like a, like a subtle uh, Nazi joke?
1: Yeah, because then he says, yeah, he's like, oh yeah, he's... your Aryan Brotherhood, don't get into that. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's like, yeah, I got blonde hair, blue eyes. If anyone should be trying to find Jewish people, it's not me.
1: And then Seth's like, "Hmm, I'll find someone fair, else to find some point. Jews." That was a
0: really like I, like under the radar Nazi joke, and I'm like, "All right, good job, OC." That's and then funny. Sandy
1: walks in, and Seth is like, "Yes, he will find me the Jews."
0: But Sandy's like, that's not, I I got so much stuff going on. I can't,
1: I can, I can't be a part of Christmas. said He
0: looks at like the plot line and is like, I can't be a part of this plot line. I've got too much other plot. Did you see my, there's so much more colorful in here. It was like sepia tone where I was. It was like Chino where I was.
1: And I'm supposed to look like, the, I, got, I got used to it, guys. I can't, I can't look at all these colors. You know, there's
0: way too many colors here.
1: I need to go lie down.
0: <laughs> and he goes and lies down. <laughs> And then we get a little bit more of the Seth is just so interested in Chris Cub being a thing, and you're right to the point that it's almost unlikable.
1: He just like he has this whole alert color wheel where all of the colors are various colors of beige. Yeah, and the girls are really morose, and he and,
0: he's, and he cannot, he cannot like comprehend people not paying attention to him. He's, I mean, really, he's being the selfish Seth. Like Which it, I this, thought
1: he was getting past.
0: It 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 would almost work if we ever got the, like an indication of why it was so important to him. But he dro- but later he drops it really fast. Like as soon as the slightest amount of hardship goes against Chris he's like ah, Chris never mind. is canceled. Yeah, never mind. Uh but we, he's doing his whole. He's doing a Christmas party. He says, he says Ryan should uh, invite Lindsay. And
1: Ryan's like, that's awkward. Remember who your grandfather is married to?
0: Yeah, Marissa's going to be there, and he's like, ah, oh, no, Marissa's not going to be there. She's going on a boat.
1: And Ryan's <laughs> like, weird, but okay.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, she does like boats. No, she doesn't. Well, I know someone likes boats. I don't know who. S-
1: someone on the show, I don't know. But don't uh,
0: know. but he still, he's like, I don't know if I should invite Lindsay. It's like it seems like a huge step, and I he he. <laughs> One thing he says, he's like, I think I just got back into the mysterious stage again. <laughs> so I like that either Ryan's somewhat conscious of the fact that he's like, yeah, I got the mysterious thing going on.
1: Can't invite her to Chris McCush. She'll see how weird I am.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and by me, I mean you, I Seth.
0: I appreciate sure that Ryan never did the thing to Lindsay that he did to Marissa, where he did the weird, like, marionette head thing when he first saw her. It was like, I got kicked out of my house because I stole her he stole a car? Yeah. Because yeah. I stole a car.
1: So has he – has Ben McKenzie become a better actor or is the show giving him – made him into a real boy? I
0: think the show has decided to uh, cut – I think when they originally had him, they really wanted him to be like uh, rough, but now they decided to make him diamond in the rough.
1: Because they met Ben McKenzie and they were like, oh no.
0: Yeah, he's too earnest. It's true. Yeah.
1: So meanwhile, talking about people who like boats – I guess Julie Cooper likes boats now. Yeah, I'm
0: like, oh, oh, so this Julie and Jimmy thing, they're really doing it.
1: I really don't like they, it. They
0: weren't going to, like, you know, pad it out and, like, like have a little more, like, oh, what's going on? No, immediately is just Julie and Jimmy just, like...
1: Sexing on a boat.
0: Sexing up on a bed.
1: And then Julie's like, is this adultery because I was once married to you?
0: Now, let's now, now let's be clear. In, you know, the biblical sense um, and in weird sense like that, I mean, technically... I mean, divorce is not a huge was not a huge thing in the past. So, uh, by that lo- like like
1: by that logic, she's adultering with Cal with, with
0: Caleb. Um, so, I mean, like, yeah, if you want to look at it in that crazy pedantic way, I mean, who who knows? Maybe, but in the real world where As we Jimmy live, says yes, 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 it is adultery, hundred percent, yes.
1: And then she stops sexing him for like a minute. And is like, oh, and back to it.
0: Yeah, she. Uh, Wow, she drops out of she drops out of things so fast.
1: <sighs> Gosh, Julie, Cooper God. Nichols. Is, is it
0: weird that I don't blame Jimmy as much? He's really just taking advantage of a situation.
1: It's True. Haley's gone. Yeah. He's, he's got to hook up with someone. i a
0: sad guy on a boat. I'm on a boat. I got to hook up with someone. There's only
1: so many people who will sleep with a guy on a boat. Is
0: that boat getting bigger every time we see it?
1: Yeah. Now there's like <laughs> numerous rooms downstairs. It feels
0: like that boat is growing. Either that or Jimmy sold a boat and got a new boat.
1: You know what? He's really good at his investments. So maybe he <laughs> has upgraded his boat.
0: Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So So here's the other clandestine meeting.
1: Which, still, at a semi-normal clandestine meeting place... Oh, this is
0: the one that's in front of a, uh...
1: But it's before he starts to go, I don't know, isn't it? No, no,
0: this is the one where he's like, I have just had so many, now we're in front of a hot dog cart or something.
1: But he meets Renee Wheeler, and he's just like, dude, someone in the storyline needs to understand that if you go to jail... It is bad for your daughter. And
0: Renee makes this weird, offhanded comment that she thinks that if she does come forward, she'll lose her daughter.
1: But like, she will one hundred percent lose her daughter to foster care if yeah. she goes to jail. Yeah,
0: I'm. I'm like, do you mean in a metaf- in like a emotional sentence that you'll lose your daughter? And uh, there's, it was so insane to me that at this this is the first point that Sandy's like telling to her is like hey you know you might go to jail as well and she acts like that has never been an, a thing before she's like what
1: but like we were aware of that last episode you're like,
0: so wait wait do <laughs> Was it never explained to her that the entire point was that they thought she was being bribed? And she was accepting the bribe, which means jail? She said she was being indicted. Before. Like, did she not know this? Was this never described to her before? That's not how law works.
1: You know what? If she is a city official who doesn't understand what being indicted means, she should not have her job. And
0: then, like, her entire end logic is, like, I would rather go to jail than let my daughter know that I didn't tell her who her father was. And I'm like, so did you tell her some other guy was her father? She has
1: to have because Lindsay's last name is Gardner and Renee's last name is Wheeler. But it's so confusing to me because
0: of the next scene where we learn that Lindsay grew up without a dad.
1: Yeah. So how do they have different last names? Did she just give Lindsay a fake last name when she was born? Yeah.
0: Just gave her another name because Lindsay... We go into a scene where Ryan and Lindsay talk and Lindsay gives a very sad backstory about how growing up holiday sucked because there's only ever two presents under the tree. Which
1: is dumb because <laughs> – so our family, yeah, we have a very, very big ex- extended family yeah. and a lot of them are a lot older than we are. Yeah. So we didn't have gifts from like cousins or aunts and uncles under our Christmas tree. Yeah. And when we were little, we certainly were not buying gifts for each other. Yeah. So – and Renee, I know Renee and Lindsay are supposed to be poor, quotation mark. Yeah. They're not that poor. She's a city official.
0: Apparently, she's been getting a lot of money from Caleb as well.
1: Why is she only buying her daughter <laughs> one present?
0: <laughs> it's it's true. It, is, it it It's not very clear what what Renee's state is. Their house doesn't look terrible.
1: It's not like a Ryan house.
0: No. Um, she does seem to have a good, steady, paying job, plus getting a bunch of money from caleb
1: like a suspicious amount
0: yeah enough enough that they're like oh he's bribing her
1: yeah and I mean, their house is still in the oc so they're poor for the oc but not poor for yeah life
0: yeah it's it it feels very much like it's 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 hollywood poor it's like how the fr- how in friends they're all supposed to sort of be like you know
1: oh yeah having trouble so with money, but
0: they live in such like good
1: good beautiful big apartments yeah yeah so i just i could not buy into this because i was like You're not Ryan. Ryan probably got, like, a scratch card that his mom already scratched for Christmas. (laughs) Because Ryan's mom doesn't love him great. No. She loves him a lot, but not well. Whereas Renee loves Lindsay.
0: Yeah. And, and, I mean, you know what? Maybe the job might be new.
1: That's – no, but they think that they can track it back for 16 years.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe she wasn't a city official back then
1: or something. (laughs) So no one was suspicious.
0: Wait, wait, wasn't the original idea that Renee's not a city official? Is that Renee works for a city official?
1: She works for the city board. Right. City hall.
0: Yeah, so they think that – right. So they think that he's bribing her – like, funneling through her – no, he's still bribing her. Yeah. But she – but she could influence other people, is the idea?
1: Yeah, but he's been doing it for sixteen years. I know. Anyway, I, I, just- I, hate,
0: I hate how little that's been described, but how much we've been described as weird nonsense <laughs> about like their pseudo emotions on whether or not
1: they'll lose Lindsay. They'll and lose Cal Lindsay. Cares about Lindsay. What? And it's so.
0: I mean, the the main thing I want to get out here is that Lindsay doesn't think another guy's her dad. Or maybe she does. It sounds like like, like she was just never told who her dad well, was. No,
1: it sounds like Renee told her some lie that someone gardener was her dad.
0: Maybe, yeah. But he's
1: gone. She, like, he was still yeah, she, she still always thought her dad was alive. Yeah. Just not a part of her life. Yeah. I don't We're both making squinty eyes at each other.
0: Because I don't understand. This is
1: very flimsy. It's so flimsy. Anyway, she tells this long monologue about how she no longer has a Christmas tree because most kids stop believing in Santa, but she stopped believing in her dad.
0: (laughs) Which is the thing to bring up, but Ryan's at that point is like, yo, you want to come to my Christmas party?
1: Maybe it'd be more fun.
0: Than, you know, sitting at, at home and I guess staring at your mom sadly.
1: I'm probably not supposed to invite you because Seth has this weird ratio thing, but I'm not following up on that.
0: <laughs> that that seems a little bit um,
1: racist <laughs> on my part.
0: Yes, it seems. Look, just come to my party.
1: And she's like, oh.
0: So then, we, then we, uh, we go over and we get a little bit of Marissa and Summer. I think it's kind of funny that as they're talking, we learn that literally of the main four people, only one of them has their current romantic opposite in town
1: because it's too expensive to pay the rest of them yeah
0: because uh says that alex is off doing something else with her parents their parents uh zach
1: went to cabo with his family which is hilarious and dj is visiting his family in sacramento which fills marissa with rage (laughs) (laughs) how dare he have a family
0: yeah, so yeah. literally only Ryan has, has his person here.
1: And this is another thing where we're supposed to feel bad for them, but Summer's like, what are we supposed to do? You're with her, your dad on his sad boat, and I'm stuck with my stepmonster. And I'm like, Summer, don't you have a dad who you're obsessed with?
0: <laughs> yeah, you have. You still. Look, yeah, and apparently your mom just stays out of the way. Yeah. Because everything we learned, she just stays out of the way. She doesn't even go to dinner to meet your boyfriend. Is so you got your dad you love.
1: Yeah, and he's going to be there. Your step monster will just be in her room on Valium, so. <laughs>
0: from from what you've told us.
1: So you're fine.
0: Yeah. It, yeah. I don't I don't know. I I don't know. know. They're just
1: real sad sacks.
0: But Seth arrives full of an abundance of cheer.
1: He's full with the Chris spirit. And he's like, come one, come all to my house.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, oh, but (laughs) Seth, you just (laughs) told Ryan that she wouldn't be coming, that he should should invite Lindsay. And
1: I know Ryan equivocated, but you know Ryan. and He just has to slowly work his way around to things. They even
0: left sort of in that, like, state of mind. It's like, oh, I guess you got to get around to it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but but really, right. really what
0: it is, is that Seth just wants as many people as possible there and he, was not thinking about Ryan. No,
1: he just wants Chris McKenna to sweep the nation.
0: Yeah, I, I guess. I
1: guess. Um, so then we have a hilarious scene where Julie Cooper missed the investors meeting because she was too busy sexing our island boy. Mm-hmm.
0: She, yeah, Julie's late to the investors meeting. CEO Julie's late to the investment- me- meeting because she had boat sex.
1: Two hours late and Kirsten called her numerous times. Yeah. You yeah, think? What? You think Jimmy would have been like, oh, my God, it's Kirsten. Answer the phone.
0: I, <laughs> I still
1: secretly love her.
0: I don't know. I I Maybe she left her phone elsewhere. Maybe. But then she gets a phone call. From, from Island Boy. Which the ringtone is, um, do the hustle, which Kirsten instantly recognizes. Which is hilarious. And weird.
1: Yeah. Why? Why? Because the hustle, I assume, is a euphemism. Well, no,
0: I, I mean it's just, it's weird that Julie. <laughs> they do this thing in I uh, think they, they kind of did it in uh, uh Riverdale, though in a in a weird way, um, where they have people give people like specific ringtones for their stuff for like their stuff, and other people recognize those ringtones, and they're only for that person.
1: I mean, didn't you ever do that? No. Oh, I give people specific ringtones for phone I I more I more meant
0: it's weird that she had not undid that from jimmy
1: oh kirsten was there julie was busy doing insults oh do the hustle because he has it was an insult because he hustles people out of their money
0: no i don't i do not care what the song is eyes man is weird that she did not like I'm. it's weird that, she, that, he, that he was like on her phone still effectively oh well. because clearly that that has either that or she re it again
1: she, I mean, she does have a shared child with him. She does have to keep in touch with him. I mean, two shared children. Oh, God. Well,
0: yeah, yeah, but Julie's bad.
1: I think Julie got drunken and salty because she also made Kirsten's ringtone hungry like the wolf.
0: No, cl- no, clearly they're insults. Don't go wrong. Clearly they're insults. So Ryan, he, uh, we see Ryan do some homework. And then we get this hilarious collision of events.
1: Where Seth is just rambling and he's this and he's that. And then he reveals that Marissa's coming.
0: And then Ryan reveals that Lindsay's coming.
1: And then they're like, huh?
0: all like, oh, like, oh, dang.
1: And then Seth's like, this is the repercussions to me. I let Chris McKenna get too big too quickly. <laughs> and, I'm the original hipster. And, he, and <laughs> my
0: favorite thing. Is, so, h- him freaking out about this, sure, that makes sense. But I spent a good time trying to put myself in Seth's head and figure <laughs> out... Where that connection came from, <laughs> where he went from. Hey, these people are coming to this. This like uh, all these people are coming to this thing, and like you know, it's gonna be kind of awkward. with Marissa Lindsay there, and him being like, it's gotten too big. Like it. He. And usually these characters somewhat f- at least feel like human beings. Seth <laughs> so does not feel like a human being in this scene. He does feel like a, a writer's joke in this scene.
1: I think. Yeah. And I sort of remember this being a little bit epidemic because Adam Brody is pretty funny. Yeah. And he does a pretty funny job. Yeah. It's sort of like the Gina thing that we talked about last episode. I
0: can't remember what we talked about. Where Gina, Gina on
1: Brooklyn Nine-Nine got too big too quickly. Well, no, it's the- Oh, that was um, the Julie. Where's my um, Julie, yeah.
0: Um no it's the uh, it's the writer's pet syndrome. Yeah. It's it's the idea where where a writer's room likes one character so much that they focus on the character a lot more and you which sometimes works. It it, it, it honestly rarely works because in a in a show, especially in ensemble shows, um, characters have places where they deserve to be. Which mm-hmm. is a weird thing to say. Um but well, uh, it's like
1: We'll go back to Gina, who's the writer's pet. She's a secondary character.
0: Yeah, she she works super good in her role, and she's so funny in her role. Actually, I think a better example is um, Captain Jack from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. He's really good as a secondary character. As soon as you put him up to the lead of a movie, it does not work.
1: It's because it's too much. Well,
0: because at that point, he has to have um, pathos. He has to have, um, like... Uh, An arc? He has to
1: grow and change? He has to
0: do a lot of things that when the character is sort of the silly background guy who, you know, maybe be supporting the lead, uh, doesn't have to do. Exactly. And it doesn't work and keep that character – and and does not keep the character in the same way. Like, at that point, that character is no longer the character that was enjoyable. That's something something completely different, but still, that's what we're talking about. they
1: haven't taken it that far with Seth, but they've sort of lost the – Hey, he's a real awkward boy who just wants to find his place in the world.
0: Yeah, they've made him, at certain points, too snappy. Yeah. he's And too
1: quirky.
0: Yeah, sometimes he is too... He, yeah, yeah, too quirky. That's a good, good way yeah. to put it.
1: He's the original hipster.
0: <laughs> but anyway, as uh, Seth is losing his mind... That's the only way I could describe it. He lost his mind... Uh, they walk by Sandy.
1: Because they want dinner. They've been waiting for dinner and they go to see Sandy at the barbecue. I think they're
0: just walking past him.
1: But the scene started that Seth was like, where's dinner? I'm famished. What is my life? Dad is grilling.
0: Yeah. It does does look like they're just going to walk right past uh, because they're talking about, um, because then Seth just sort of shouts roundly off to Sandy that both Marissa and Lindsay are coming.
1: And then Sandy's like, Oh, uh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, that no. cannot be. And then do, Ra- do you
0: Do you like Lindsay?
1: And Ryan's like, yeah, I kind of yeah. like her. And he's like, I'm, I, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't invite people to your house without permission. He's like,
0: uh, maybe just now is not a good time. You can see Sandy just like flustering in this moment. He's, <laughs> he's like, how like- do I tell this boy? <laughs>
1: and he actually does a pretty good job. And he's like, well, you know, the problem is her mom's a key witness in the case. Yeah. And we just like... It could look weird to outside people.
0: Yeah. Now's not a good time.
1: And then the boys are like, how could she have something to do with the case? Said, is she a secret love child?
0: Yeah. They pull, up, they pull up a few things. But Seth, it's Seth who yep. does it. Seth just nails it on one head. Oh, this is this like a secret love child? Wait, does, <laughs> doesn't, he, doesn't he literally say, is she Caleb's secret love child?
1: Yes. And then Sandy has a Jimmy Cooper level of cool.
0: <laughs> he which kicks the none. grill over. <laughs> And he's like, Rah!
1: and then he goes, mm, and so his hair back and looks at the boys, just like, we can never speak of this again.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, come on, Sandy, you're a lawyer,
1: <laughs> you're surprised by things all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you sh- that's not how you should react, you should be better than that. But uh, <laughs> I also just love the sense, just like, just,
1: I know, randomly just, lands on like, it. Hey,
0: it's my grandpa's love child, this random girl that Ryan's dating.
1: That I almost dated. That
0: I almost dated. I was a little bit attracted to. What I was really attracted to. Yeah, weird, weird joke.
1: Thanks, thanks Seth. Hey, Aaron. Yeah, Kevin.
0: What are you drinking tonight?
1: Well, tonight, because it's Stampede, and we have maybe alluded to this, Stampede has uh, much drinking in it.
0: I definitely did.
1: I am detoxing from the much drinking. All right. And I am drinking a coconut water with pineapple.
0: Ooh. It allows
1: me to hydrate naturally. It's an
0: island flavor.
1: It's, I'm like an island boy, but I'm a girl.
0: <laughs> so that will be an island girl. I'm an island girl. <laughs> that would be a very easy transition. to <laughs> I was be trying an to make a girl. Jimmy
1: Cooper joke, and then you uh, know, uh, I know. Yeah, no, I got
0: island girl. It still makes sense because he's island boy
1: so here's some information about this I can hydrate and feel great this is jam-packed with naturally occurring electrolytes it has more potassium than a banana don't tell the monkeys potassium <laughs> helps to keep your body properly hydrated it has no fat and no cholesterol which means big hearts and small butts I don't think your heart is supposed to be big
0: yeah I don't. <laughs> what
1: that doesn't seem right it's the
0: weirdest copy ever so don't hey, don't tell monkeys there's <laughs> potassium in here.
1: Because the monkeys might steal your coconut water. <laughs> because that's what monkeys
0: love is potassium.
1: Monkeys love to steal things.
0: They do love to steal things too. Also it's like also I like how that has made a very clear indication on their type of person, which is a, which is someone who has an enlarged heart <laughs> but a very small butt.
1: Which I guess is what I want.
0: <laughs> an enlarged heart
1: and a tiny butt. And a
0: tiny butt.
1: I think I have the opposite of that. <laughs> you got a very
0: small heart.
1: Very cold, dead heart. A cold, dead
0: heart. <laughs> but perhaps this coconut and pine—that's what the Grinch needs. He just needs some coconut pineapple water.
1: Kevin, how's your heart doing? Does it need to grow three sizes tonight? <laughs> Do you want some uh, Vita Coco coconut water with pineapple?
0: No, I see. Um, I don't. I, I never need to steal Christmas for my heart to grow three sizes because I have a medical condition.
1: Yikers. Yep.
0: So the... Next day. Yeah. It's sad. We sort of get this... Yeah, we get this scene where it's like they come to the decision. Well, Ryan came to the decision. He needs to uninvite Lindsay.
1: Because some... He lives in the OC. He knows. What? Someone's going to reveal something.
0: And at this point, it's not that Marissa's there. It's like, because he knows that Caleb's going to be there. And
1: he knows that someone at this party will have no cool. Might be Sandy, so, but it could be anyone. We do
0: learn later that Caleb has no idea who Lindsay is. No, um, like
1: if he saw her, he wouldn't know.
0: But maybe when he said the name, he'd be like, and also she looks exactly like Renee.
1: Also, like Haley.
0: Oh no, Haley's
1: my daughter. <laughs> this is my daughter. Then
0: he has to go. Then he goes over to like one of those clear uh, clear boards that you see in like numbers <laughs> and starts writing things out. You get you get that <laughs> meme of the person looking around while just like trigonometry goes past their head, and he's just like, "Uh, my God, Ryan's my son. I mean, Lindsay's my daughter."
1: <laughs> they're like, Grandpa, are you having a stroke?
0: <laughs> yes, please help. I see numbers everywhere.
1: Like, oh no, that's normal. It's part of Chrismica.
0: <laughs> Chrismica's really heavy about numbers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, Ryan realizes someone will have no chill and he needs to get Lindsay out of that situation. However Unfortunately He if he has to invite her and say Chris Mika is off, then that means that Seth better go out there and invite Summer because if Lindsay finds out the girls were invited, well, if, he, she will take it the wrong way naturally. And
0: and like that that is once again, that is Ryan being like, Alright, how do I curb off all the drama that could happen? I know. I'll invite Lindsay. Wait. I know how this works. Lindsay's going to just see Summer somewhere. And Summer's going to be like, I'm sure excited to go to uh, the Cohen's house for Chris Mica. And the only way I can get Lindsay on to go is to tell her there's no Chris Mica. So then I'm going to have to cut that. <laughs> I'm going to have to nip that in the bud.
1: We should also invite Marissa. No, wait. We can't. We can justify that because her dad will be there and her mom will be there. Yeah.
0: So, so we can do Marissa. But Summer's okay. going to have to go. <laughs> So yeah, the entire voice of Ryan's gonna have, a, have to uninvite um Lindsay and Seth is gonna have to uninvite Summer.
1: And some hijinks occur while cats sing silver yeah, bells.
0: A, yeah. No, no, that no, that's um Carol of the Bells. Oh, that's right. Um
1: <laughs> No, it's yeah. literally cats going it's- I don't know. Meow, 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 meow,
0: Here's the weird thing. I don't think it's cats. I think it's people making cat sounds.
1: Why? I don't
0: know. But yeah, you're right. You just like meow, 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 I'm like, what is happening?
1: And they play it now. And then at the end of these scenes, they come back to
0: it. It comes back in in a foreboding way. And I'm like, this is the weirdest song choice a TV show has made.
1: And, like, I'm usually pretty good at cultural references from the early 2000s and I can usually be like, oh, Kevin, it's because of this. I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Why are these Human cats singing Carol of the Bells. I mean, even if that is an
0: internet joke, that's a weird thing to throw in in an unrelated scene. It did not have to be cats, the cat version of Carol of the Bells. It could have just been a version of Carol of the Bells. Yeah,
1: it's ominous. There's bells.
0: (laughs) But instead, they're like, no, man, that's too heavy. Let's put some cats in there. Let's put some humans pretending to be cats in there.
1: That's what people want.
0: But uh, to sort of, like, sum it up, Ryan goes to Lindsay, and Lindsay is adorable.
1: Lindsay stayed up all night making, okay, sh- what did she call them, Santmikas?
0: Yamaclaws. Yamaclaws. They're Yamacas.
1: They're Santa Yamacas. Yeah. They're so cute. Yeah.
0: And then <laughs> Ryan has this great look on his face, and he's like...
1: Can't do it. Yeah,
0: all right. You gotta bring some magnog and stuff.
1: That's why I came here. That's bring eggnog.
0: <laughs> then meanwhile, Seth goes to Summer, and she's also pretty cute mostly she's just a really forward
1: <laughs> and she super forces him to go christmas tree shopping with her
0: yeah then she's like i'm just so <laughs> this twice in the like a five minute span this series did the i need to tell you something okay yeah but first i need to tell you something
1: and the boys are gentlemen so they let the girls go first yeah. well S- S-
0: summer's like it's just like this feels really like we're being friends again
1: and seth's like oh, i can't uninvite oh, no. you so they go to pick out a tree. She's incredibly picky. She kisses him on the cheek under some mistletoe, and he is lost to the charms of summer.
0: Yeah. So she's also coming. Coming. And then we get then. Well, I mean, to be fair, if Lindsay was coming, then Seth, didn't, then Summer didn't need to not come.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: So I mean, that would have always been worse <laughs> if
1: Summer didn't come. If
0: it was like, all right, so yeah, Lindsay's coming, and Seth was like, "What? I told Summer she gonna come."
1: She threw a tree at my
0: head. <laughs> She destroyed the entire Christmas tree lot. She lit it on fire. Rage blackout. She, she had a rage blackout. She threw a tree, through a car.
1: We haven't had those for like a season, Ryan. For like a season. <laughs> she's,
0: <laughs> she's still rampaging through the south end of town. <laughs> Don't know if they're going to be able to stop her.
1: So it's fine. Both the boys are wussy. In. Standard OC Ryan reveals that he was wussy, and he tells Seth why Seth loves the Yamaclaws.
0: Oh yeah, no he he uh, he completely loses it. He loses his mind. He just looks at it and he's like, this is this is everything I want. So
1: beautiful. And then Seth does not reveal his wussiness because Summer and Marissa show up. Also love the Yamaclaws. This is
0: another moment the moments where I have to keep on remembering that people do just walk around to the other side of the house and just all enter all the time
1: because Ryan has his own house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Ryan, house.
0: Ryan lives in the second house.
1: So then, back in the Alpha house, Grinch and Lady Grinch show up with a fruitcake.
0: Yeah, and man, Lady Grinch like the, like the does not know how to... She, Lady Grinch, she doesn't know how to do infidelity.
1: No, because she's kissing up on Island Boy like, in, the mi- in the middle of the kitchen. Middle of the
0: kitchen. Now, here's the thing. I've never committed adultery, but I feel like you don't do that where every, where in a room made of glass,
1: where everyone you know is also.
0: Yeah, and Curson. The only reason that Curson didn't catch him is because she spoke before she entered the room.
1: Do you think that Jimmy Cooper's lack of cool is like an STD, and he infected <laughs> Julie with it when they were sexing on the boat?
0: I don't know. I just. Don't, I don't think Julie's very smart. Sh-
1: she is not smart she think, is as dense as those financial reports that Kristen was reading. I think
0: Julie believes she's invincible is the problem
1: well, yeah, because when her husband was going to jail, she got to be CEO of a company, yeah, for all <laughs> intents and purposes, she is invincible yeah she
0: she cannot she does not believe that anything bad can happen to her and she was something bad does happen to her. she just needs to follow her like crazy compass
1: she just has to follow her heart
0: <laughs> her body black shriveled heart
1: she needs some coconut water
0: anyway so yeah she uses in the mouth and he's like we should go to the bathroom then kirsten comes in with an innuendo gross
1: yeah so then renee wheeler drops Lindsay off outside and she's like are you sure you want to do this and Lindsay's like do you think i'm moving too fast with my boyfriend and renee's like
0: "Mm -hmm." (laughs) i'm like you tell me that at no point did renee just be like Lindsay, you can't go. Look, it, uh, like, and just come up with some other excuse.
1: I'm involved in the trial.
0: Yeah, it feels like Renee. Like Renee is, is a, such a weird character. She's a
1: very bad mom in this episode. Yeah, she's like. I guess
0: I'll drive you to the house for, and it's. She knows it's for crit like Christmas cub, but she knows it's like a Christmas thing. Clearly, Caleb is going to be there.
1: Exactly. And she keeps on being like, but hitting holidays is our thing. We can just have Chinese food and a movie. <laughs> and then Lindsay's like, there's Chinese food in there. <laughs> and a boy I like.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's my mind. I didn't write too many notes during this exchange because my mind shut off trying to do backflips to understand Renee's motivation.
1: And, and I may be wildly summarizing and like subtexting and stuff. But yeah, yeah not, none of it made sense. But we
0: do get a, this thing where um, R- Renee gives a long, lingering stare at Kirsten as she shuts the door. <laughs> this is kind of and weird... Kirsten is
1: kind of like, hi, other mom. Hi,
0: Renee. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we
1: have many awkward scenes. There's a little awkward moment where the kids are playing video games. And Marissa's like, sit on the couch with me, Ryan. And then Lindsay walks in.
0: <laughs> and then Ryan just shouts PlayStation at her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but she likes it.
0: Because <laughs> she does.
1: And then Caleb and Sandy talk in a room that we have literally never seen before. Yeah,
0: apparently – I mean, I'm not surprised they have this, but apparently they have, like, a study bar. Yeah. Like (laughs) –
1: And we've never had a scene in that room. I mean,
0: once I guess they're teens, so they never – don't
1: you think Seth would want to hang out there all the time and drink, like, chocolate milk out of the tumblers Um, and pretend that he's grown up? He probably
0: did that before Ryan got there because now he just hangs out in Ryan's room. That's true.
1: He hangs out in the second house. Sandy, again, is like, yo, Lindsay's here. And you need to do the right no, thing. You no, know, no, he doesn't know Lindsay's there. Oh, he doesn't there. know Lindsay's
0: there. He right. just, and in fact, what happens that Caleb's like, I randomly made the decision now that I need to tell the truth.
1: <laughs> and then he's like, I have literally been telling you that for months.
0: And I don't, uh, I can't, I don't know why you haven't. Like, you, it feels like you're waiting for the part where it'll make the most damage.
1: Yeah. Like, you, you have like two- you're going to reveal it on the stand yeah, in like, your like, trial? Like
0: you have two choices. You can do it in a way where you can control the narrative and control the situation. Or you can do it when you're forced to by the court.
1: And you want the dumpster fire route.
0: <laughs> Fine. Take the dumpster fire route. Do what
1: you want, Caleb. <laughs>
0: Caleb, you you realize we're in the o c right you know that the, that the defense doesn't actually care about putting you in jail they just want they just want to like reveal your illegitimate daughter because that's what's dramatically cool.
1: they just want to set this world aflame <laughs> they, get,
0: they get a bonus no, 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 that's the prosecutor on the defense um they get a bonus for for like <laughs> creating drama in the courtroom because this is what happens in the o c courtrooms probably. You've you've proved no crimes, but you really did make it seem like uh, you really did add a lot of drama into that courtroom. So here's two more, two hundred more bucks.
1: That's how law works.
0: That's how law works in the OC. But then we also get that uh, another knock at the door.
1: And who is it, Kevin? Who is it?
0: <laughs> it's Renee. She got out of her car and went to the door,
1: and she opens it, or she doesn't open it. Kirsten opens yeah. it, and Kristen's like, "Do you need your daughter?"
0: Renee's super <laughs> creepy.
1: She's like. No, I need to talk to you. And Kirsten's like, okay.
0: So let's take a look at Kirsten's perspective. So she knows it's Renee Wheeler. So she knows that it that's important in the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, she knows that Ryan is kind of dating her daughter. Doesn't know where that is in the situation, but he's dating her. Yeah,
1: and that's all she knows.
0: And th- and she knows that Renee stared at her as she shut a door. <laughs> Kirsten's having a really weird day.
1: Yeah, where does her mind go? You know where her mind goes? By bringing Renee into the kitchen.
0: Yeah. And
1: pouring herself a glass of wine.
0: <laughs> she's like, oh, I can see what's going to happen here. I can see this is going to be bad. Well, because she's like, What do you want to talk about? And Renee's like, I don't know. <laughs> like, ugh. Kirsten's
1: like, Would you like wine? She's like, No. Maybe Kirsten- I should. No. <laughs> Kristen's like, okay, well, I'm going to have wine. I'm going to
0: have so much. I'm, t- I'm talking to the mother of my adopted son's girlfriend.
1: Who is somehow my re- father has been bribing her?
0: Who's real creepy, so I need so much alcohol.
1: I would drink from the bottle, but she's here, so.
0: But then uh, we get a, little, sort of a sort of an idea of the layout of the room because Caleb and... Uh, sandy come in from the other half from the of the study i guess I, I guess it's behind the living
1: room it must be because the living room is attached to the kitchen for sure yeah I thought, yeah I thought
0: might, whatever i don't know but anyway they they arrive and then everyone arrives and then julie and jimmy come in after they clearly had sex in the bathroom and they're like hey what's going
1: on here and then Seth, what goes- is this it's a good thing this is a big room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Ever, so they're all standing around. And, and it's like, too
1: much awkward. So Caleb finally, in a terrible way, sort of reveals the truth. Yeah. He, he reveals it enough yeah, that people can put pieces together. Yeah, he's
0: like, so 16 years ago, uh, I made a mistake. Now, we get a few things out of this. One, he was married at the time.
1: Yes. And his wife did forgive him.
0: Yes. Um, two, he says, I wanted to – I wish I – I wish I could protect you from this. I'm like protect her from what? Having a dad?
1: Because she thought her dad was a deadbeat. Who? Okay, why I mean, your dad is a deadbeat. Let's be clear. Why was Renee not using the money from Caleb to give Lindsay everything she wanted?
0: Yeah, I'm. I don't know where that money went.
1: Because not into. We know
0: Renee has a good job. Yeah, she wears a suit, which means she has a good job. Yeah.
1: And she's had the job for sixteen years because they can track the payments for sixteen years. Yeah, and they wouldn't care, like if she didn't have that job sixteen years ago.
0: You're right. Yeah, because if he was paying her before she got the job,
1: then literally everyone in the world can figure it out. Yeah, it wouldn't
0: make any sense. So it means she had the job for more than sixteen years. <sighs> and
1: I'm like, Ugh. okay, and well, anyway, then Lindsay runs off into Re- the night.
0: Yeah, Renee also is like, I want to protect you from this, which. Still also doesn't really... Okay. Okay. So I'm like, yes, Renee, you should have definitely told her. There's no reason you, Renee, should not have told her.
1: And, you know, you could... Was she waiting until Lindsay was old enough to understand why it had to be a secret? Maybe. Like... But she could have just said, like, your daddy was a good man, but he can't be with us. Yeah, how long ago did... And I'll tell you who he is when you're ready.
0: Yeah, how long ago did... Um, Kirsten's mom died.
1: I don't think it was supposed to have been that long ago. Like, maybe when Kirsten was in university. So maybe, like, ten years ago.
0: Okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that it means that if Caleb had to go and immediately marry uh, Renee, but it just feels like...
1: <sighs> but he didn't love Renee, and you can't marry someone just because you have a baby with them. And
0: here's... So I don't know. Am I dead inside or something? But, like, Lindsay already...
1: She already knew she had a dad who wasn't a part yeah, of her life, but you didn't
0: know who it was, and she's never met Caleb. It's like not like Caleb broke her trust because she'd never met him before. Yeah. Literally, she walked into a room, there was a dude there, and he was like, "I'm your dad." And then she was like, "What? You're my father? I thought my father was a astronaut."
1: I mean, <laughs> no, it th- is confusing that her last name is Gardner. <laughs>
0: Maybe that's why she's crying. She's like, is your last name Gardner? He's like, no.
1: Come on. Why is my last name Gardner? Why is my last name
0: Gardner? Why isn't last it Wheeler? What is- <laughs> why am I called these things? That's why she's crying. What is my identity? What is my name? <laughs> why am I a Gardner? <laughs> I only know one Gardner, and his name's DJ.
1: His last name is definitely not Gardner. <laughs> it's DJ
0: Gardner, and he's a forty-year-old man.
1: I thought he was my dad, and I thought it was weird that he was dating Marissa, but, <laughs> but I, mean, I was okay on. with it. I mean,
0: come on, you know it happens.
1: So anyway, she runs into the night. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, I can sort of get like her thing, sort of being that she's surrounded by people in a stressful and, situation. And she
1: might think that everyone knew the truth, and she yeah. was the only one who didn't. Yeah. And she's 16, so right. whatever. Her behavior is excusable. Yeah. So let's
0: go through the line of people reacting to this. Kid goes up to to Carson. She slaps him across the face. Her reaction, I'm more fine with.
1: Yep, because her dad has been super, been keeping a secret from her yes. for 16 and years. And she's
0: mostly angry that he cheated on her mom. Yep. And kept the, the fact that she says she has, like, another, another sister.
1: sister. And he was willing to go to jail and destroy her life Rather than tell her about his, her sister. Yeah, she
0: never brings that up. I hope that does come up at some point. Because I feel like... <laughs>
1: he made Julie the CEO of his company instead of telling Kirsten that she has a sister.
0: Yeah, and and for a reason, like, it's nothing other than pride. They keep on trying to make it sound like, oh, no. It's we'll, nobility. We'll, we'll lose Lindsay. Or, like, these things are like, oh, man, Kirsten won't understand. I'm like, nah. You're just an idiot.
1: You just don't want people to be mad at you for a short period of time. And then
0: Julie slaps slaps him. And now... Now... uh, Now, here's the thing. It's hypocritical, yes. I'm willing to give this show the benefit of the doubt that that's on purpose.
1: Yes, I think the show is trying to tell us... That Julie is – you know how you hate in other people the <laughs> yeah. thing that you hate about yourself? Yeah. She's doing that.
0: I th- I'm i willing to give the show the benefit of the doubt. It's not been so great with Julie so far, yeah. so I'm not entirely and sure. Julie
1: might not realize she's doing that, yeah. but I felt there were enough lines that kind of paralleled it. Well, I mean,
0: she doesn't have an honor streak of like – because here's the thing. If Julie wasn't cheating on him with Jimmy like for the last, I don't know, two days um, –
1: She's she, still not great. I don't think like she would care. Yeah, I agree. I don't think she would care. I don't
0: think she would care. I think she'd be like, wow, that's sure. sure." But she married him when she already knew he had a daughter. Two daughters. And she kind of cheated on Jimmy with Caleb Mm -hmm. because she was courting – yeah. Yeah. She was courting Caleb before she divorced Jimmy.
1: Yep. And – I could also see her being upset about the money, but he's always been giving the money to Lindsay. But she might she might not know that. She <laughs> might think, like, what will this cost yeah. us? I can't
0: imagine Julie having the thought in her head being like, how could you dare you do this to another person?
1: Yeah, no, it's all about her. Julie, yeah. How much money am I going to lose because of this? Yeah. So anyway, uh, she runs into the night. Yeah,
0: we get a scene where Kirsten is super pissed. And once again, I can see her side. Yep. They do it pretty well.
1: And she, she's inappropriately mad at Sandy which she knows she's inappropriately mad at him but she doesn't care
0: yeah and and the the thing is that this is just a very it's actually a very well-written um this is the moment after something dramatic has happened because she actually calms down against Sandy super fast
1: oh yeah but she still closes herself in the closet and Caleb tries to go and like talk to her and then Seth steps in and goes grandpa I think you should go home yeah. Yeah.
0: And then he uh and he goes home. But then Ryan runs off and Lindsay got home real fast
1: considering she doesn't have a car. I, guess, I didn't so did know, her mom drive her home? I didn't
0: realize Renée's also home. I didn't realize that they had yeah. to fast. My, my first thought here is is that I'm like, okay, once again going back to people's motivations, I feel like Lindsay with the way the show goes, I don't understand why Lindsay went home. Lindsay feels like a girl who would like go to a bus stop or somewhere else. Cause mm. there's no way she's less mad at her mom.
1: So did she go home and then her mom followed her there?
0: May the only way, the only way she could have gone home is if Renee was there. Cause Ryan drove to her house. That's right. And, and Lindsay, she was already like had her little glasses on and,
1: and Lindsay doesn't seem to have things that she takes comfort from. You know what yeah.
0: I mean? Yeah, And I'm like, I just cannot, I just can't imagine her being more like, it's... it's I, I understand her being angry, yes. Yeah. I do not understand her being more angry at Caleb than at Renee.
1: I can understand her running away home. Yes. If she if she had had her own vehicle there. Yeah. And then her mom following her, and then her being like, I'm leaving! And her mom being like, no!
0: Yeah, that I can kind of get it. Like, her mom's just being like, no, you're going to stay here. And then her slamming the door in her room.
1: But how did she get to there? It
0: also feels like she's really chill with Renee when we get there. And yeah. I'm, I'm like... I'm like you don't know who Caleb is. The person, the person who has been actively lying to you, is your is Renee, your mom. This but, woman
1: who gave you a different last name <laughs>
0: than everybody else around you.
1: So, um, this,
0: this woman who looked around when you were born is like you shall be Lindsay. Um, what's your name, DJ? What are you? What do you do? mcgardner <laughs> Gardner, Gardner. Ah, oh, man, you look like you're 32.
1: <laughs> Lindsay, no, 34.
0: Did that math wrong?
1: No, you. 34. Look- if
0: you looked like he was 34. 30- oh, no, you're right. 24. He'd be 24, 24 at that time. Yeah. You look like you're
1: look you 24. <laughs> He's like,
0: oh, good. I am. I am 24. In 16 years, I'll be 40.
1: That's how it works. Well, that's
0: how that math works. And I really hope that I can date a, a high school girl then.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, she looked at Lindsay and she was like, if I give you a different last name, then you'll never find your dad.
0: <laughs> or me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyway, Ryan shows up at the house. Renee is like, "No, Lindsay should not see anyone." Lindsay's like, "I can speak for myself." Yeah. And then she says to Ryan, "I like that you came to my house, but we super need to break up because I cannot stand to be around your family ever." Yeah. And Ryan's like, "Hmm.
0: All right. Yeah. All right. Okay." Sure. Uh, we get a really weird scene where Marissa and Summer just sort of like fill the air. Well, because they don't know where to go. It, like, don't get me wrong. I kind of like the scene of cutting back to Marissa and Summer just sitting there, just being like, "So, let's recap this night."
1: They're in Seth's room. They're and, holding capped notes.
0: I mean, yeah, I know that, but like, they don't. <laughs> they, they don't add anything to the story. They don't like evolve character. It, but it's for some reason, I really just enjoy the scene of Summer and Marissa just being like, "For once, it has nothing to do with us." But we're just like. Wh- because that's what you do when you. If, mm-hmm. Have you been, ever been at a friend's house when, like. Bad things happen? Yeah. Like, Their
1: parents are fighting, and you're like. You're
0: like, I can't leave and go home because, like, they are my friend and I'm here. Like, I can't. Like, you, you can't walk out in the middle of <laughs> other people fighting. So.
1: So, so Seth they, mopes on in, yeah. and he announces that Chrismica is canceled. This is what
0: I mean by, like, he's really involved until it's a, there's a little bit of heart. I mean, not a little bit, but there's some hardship, and he's like, all right, it's done.
1: So then, weirdly, that place that Ryan worked last season still exists. Is they that, still have that set. Is
0: that what it is? Yeah. I, I was like, I I wrote down they eat at a diner I've never seen before. We,
1: it's the place where Ryan used to work. It's just a different view of it because so, we've seen some scenes. So at it's that the view. it's
0: the lobster place. Yeah. Ooh.
1: And they're just all sitting there, being like, "Ooh, we've given up." And then Summer is like, "You know what? No." We don't give up on Chrismica. Yeah,
0: summer, of all people, has the Chrismica spirit.
1: And she has a plan. Yes. So the rest of the episode is them putting her plan in motion.
0: Well, I mean, we do have a little bit of Julie sitting on Marissa's bed. Oh, yeah. And, like, because
1: she was waiting for Marissa to come home. And then she says, she'll make this all about we, her, and we, we will were, suffer the consequences for a long time. We were
0: at the same place.
1: <laughs> and Marissa made no indication In to leave. Was,
0: but I, I I left the house, and she was still there, but I kind of hoped she would be here when I got home.
1: And then she gives, Yeah, she, she
0: says that she'll somehow make this about her. And the, you know what? Let's give it to Marissa. She has not been.
1: She is – she does have one moment where someone's like, well, this makes my family look bad. And then Marissa's like – this is my family.
0: Which but that's more of just a reaction to yeah. summer was essentially applying like, hey, at least for once, like, no, it's not us. And She's like, No, no, it still is me. It's yeah. still me.
1: I, I don't think Marissa cares about this. I think she might be vaguely happy because yeah. maybe more ammunition to live with her dad. Well, but she, like she she does
0: bring up the she doesn't need any ammunition, she could just leave. Yeah. Um she doesn't bring up the she does sorry, she does bring up the fact that her ex-boyfriend is essentially dating her like stepsister.
1: Which is actually not that weird, so thanks, Marissa.
0: Yeah. She uh, says it
1: like it's weird, but when she says it, I'm like, that's – it would be weirder if she was your aunt.
0: Yeah, you know, like how, how Ryan is dating Seth's aunt. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's weirder for Seth. That's weirder. Seth, but that's fine. So Anyway, then Julie is like, maybe I'll forgive you someday and has a bunch of cheater talk.
0: Yeah. And I'm was, just
1: like, ugh.
0: Like, did you really cheat on your wife? And he's like, and she's like do you have any more secrets? He's like, no, no more secrets.
1: I love you. I am true to you, as I hope you are to. Don't turn this around on me. Yeah. So, like, once like again,
0: I'm, I'm just being nice. I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt that the writers are making it clear that Julie's upset because...
1: She is a cheater.
0: Because these writers have proven that they ha- they are good about most things.
1: Yes. And Julie may not understand that that's yeah. why she's upset, because she's not that smart.
0: Yeah. And but... hey, for any burgeoning. Ber- uh, burgeoning Bergeroning, Tom Bergeroning <laughs> uh, writers out there... Um <laughs> you can uh here's a tip if you prove early enough on that you're a good writer you can do some kind of suspect things later on cuz we'll trust you.
1: We'll buy into it. And I do
0: trust these writers that that Julie like other than a few uh weird stumbles with making it be like hey that's the way Julie is. You're going to have to accept her.
1: Maybe we weren't supposed to feel that way, I but don't... we sure felt like we were supposed it to feel sure, that way. It sure
0: did, because the end of the episode was um, Kirsten smiling at Julie, being like, Julie, you were right all along.
1: Anyway, we're an hour in. We should <laughs> not talk about Julie Cooper.
0: Yeah, no. But, uh, so going through it, they... Uh, they
1: Well, first, Ryan has a parent talk with Sandy. Yeah. Where he's like, hey, you want me to take over some of the heavy lifting for a while? How about I
0: go talk to our wife? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Sandy's like, I
0: guess so. I do like Zaddy being like, looking just looking at Ryan and just those trigonometry signs going past his head as he's just doing the math in his mind, and he's like, "All right, Ryan, go talk to her." I'll be like, "I like to see this."
1: Ryan can fix this.
0: (laughs) Ryan can fix this. You're right.
1: And Ryan does because he talks to Kirsten. He's like, "Hey, you should maybe leave your room eventually because you know Lindsay's pretty upset, but eventually she'll realize." We're a family that likes to let in new people. Yeah. And he she could maybe use a sister right about now.
0: Mostly, it was a very sweet scene because it was very much Ryan understanding the kind of person Kirsten is. Yep. It also made it very clear to me that Ryan was not aware of the way Kirsten felt in season one. It's true. <laughs> it was very, it was made very weird to me that Sandy told him that Kirsten was so happy to have him there. Kirsten
1: loved him all along.
0: <laughs> it's very, it, it was not like a six episode arc where Kirsten was like, this boy can't be in our house. Oh,
1: that was when it was a different Ryan. <laughs> A less modern feeling filled Ryan. Anyway, Kirsten comes out of the closet, yeah. she says, Don't tell Sandy I came out for you. Well I <laughs> Sandy's right there. Sandy is right
0: there. I like the um the implication I actually sort of got was that so she did the thing, she slammed in the closet, and then at that point what I am I guess projecting on her is that at the point she slammed the closet door, she shut and she sat down with it, and then she's like Well, I can't leave this closet now. That was so Super embarrassing.
1: I better wait until someone talks me into it. Well, it, it it does kind of feel like she...
0: Not that she got over it, but she she quelled down on her freak out pretty fast. She but at realized, a certain point she realized like, like, like I can't leave. That was such like,
1: yeah, but she realized it wasn't productive.
0: Yes. So and she all, wants to be productive. Yeah, and all, Cause that's why when, when Sandy was up there, he was just like, Oh no, you have to, you're like, you got to feel okay. It's everything's fine. And she was feeling okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But then Ryan was like, you got to do something. And she was like, you're right. I do have to do something.
1: So she's not ready to call Lindsay, her sister, but she would like to meet her. Yes. Uh, So meanwhile, Summer and Marissa go to the Miami Vice boat, which get is a, Island Boy's boat.
0: Yeah, you know, To get a generator and an extension cord.
1: Which uh, Island Boy Jimmy Cooper does not love that they want.
0: But I like how he, he, um, he starts the next sentence by going like, you know, living on a boat, you get these kind of things. And I do imagine Jimmy saying that for a lot of things that people say now. They're, yeah. They're, they're, they're like, hey, do you know how to, uh, I don't know, scrub this, uh, you know, this uh, stain out of wood? And he's like, well, you know, living on a boat... And the girls
1: are just like, yeah, yeah, we've heard it a million times. Yeah,
0: <laughs> He begins most sentences by saying living on a boat. <laughs> you know, as someone who lives on a boat, I find that I constantly am wondering what I'm going to have in McDonald's. So I'm going to have the quarter pounder. Uh, thank you, sir, for that. They I don't guess. seem
1: to relate, Jimmy Cooper, but, but all right. But I'll get
0: you your quarter pounder.
1: <laughs> uh, so Jimmy's like, you know, you should check in with your mom. She's pretty worried about you. And Marissa's like. Are you guys friends, because she sucks. And like,
0: at that moment,
1: she, She's done bad things to you. She's done
0: real bad things. But at that moment, I'm like, oh, she's there. Of course she's there. percent she's there.
1: Come on, Julie.
0: Yeah, Julie said she had a fight with her husband, then went to her ex-husband, and then they then like she walks up and talks to Jimmy, and Jimmy's like, Oh, you sure you still want to do this? And she's like, I like I wanna be with you.
1: And then he's like I think I'm making a huge mistake. Yes, you yes, are.
0: Yes, yes, you 100. percent You are. So Seth, Seth's himself at Lindsay.
1: Because Lindsay
0: also sorrows on the beach. Yeah, she. You, so apparently she, she. She.
1: That means she's at
0: least beach adjacent.
1: Maybe she just went home to change, and Ryan just caught her while she was mid-changing for her beach sorrow.
0: <laughs> Mom, I'm gonna go sit on the beach. Sadly. Yeah. I mean, she's Renee's close, the one who helps. She's Seth close get enough
1: there. to the beach that whatever. Anyway, so Seth's like, "Welcome to being a Cohen. Welcome to a life of insecurity and awkward jokes."
0: It's actually a pretty cute scene. He gives her a stocking. It says Laura because he couldn't find one that says Lindsay. Yeah, she's very happy because she's literally this has literally never happened for her before having a family.
1: And then he takes her home, and it turns out all of our favorite characters have and Renee de- and Renee have <laughs> decorated her house and given her a Christmas tree. Yeah, and she gets to have a Christmas, and Kirsten welcomes her to the family and hugs her, and Lindsay says it's weird, and Kirsten says, "Oh yes, it very much is."
0: Essentially, they make the point that, like, look, we're not, we're not Caleb's family. We, we are, are our family. family.
1: And you can be a part of our family if you want.
0: Yeah, we get a last bit where once again Renee's kind of weird where she's like, and maybe someday she'll forgive me. And I'm like, it really feels like she's already forgiven you. Yeah, like, Look her, at her. Like Her anger is weirdly misplaced. Not really yeah. misplaced. It just is not affecting who I thought it would affect. Yeah. Like <laughs> Renee's getting out of this pretty good right now.
1: But everyone's cute and debriefy and the chrismaca that almost wasn't was so Aaron yes Kevin
0: Fill this episode did you find yourself a CW moment
1: did I find a CW moment did I find a moment where logic washed away like so many waves on the beach to re- be replaced with the stocking of drama that says Laura on it Yes, he did. Yeah,
0: what would you find
1: this entire episode?
0: Yeah, that's that's that's, <laughs> that's not a bad answer.
1: I mean, okay, specifically Caleb and Renee's motivations, and I know that came up in numerous scenes, but like it's one thing; it doesn't change. You, it, there's nothing you, deeper. Can you
0: pick a? Can you pick one scene where it probably hit you the hardest?
1: When Renee weirdos at Lindsay in the car.
0: <laughs> that's Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't understand why, why Renee would let Lindsay go there. Like, clearly that was going to happen.
1: Yeah. You're the mom. Just say no. Don't try to, like, guilt her into being like, but we hate holidays. Yeah. Do our thing with us. You're willing
0: to go to jail rather than tell your daughter that her father. It's,
1: like, why
0: was Renee hesitant to it? So, did... Do you think... Like, what lies has she told that's Lindsay? That's what I was going to say.
1: I, she must have told Lindsay that her dad was Tom Gardner. Or or dead. No, she knows that her dad's alive. Oh, right. She doesn't know her dad's alive. Ugh. So she, she full on said, your dad is this person. Yeah. And because this was the days before <laughs> the internet as it is now.
0: And you'll take his name, but I won't. You can't yeah. have my last name.
1: It's super weird that she has a different last name.
0: It's it's plot specific.
1: Well, so we wouldn't figure it out.
0: Like. <laughs> if her last
1: name was Wheeler, we would have figured it out at some point. Yeah.
0: It almost seems like it would have been better if Ryan never got her last name. But he, we, it's very clear he gets her last name. It's a moment he says Lindsay Gardner. But
1: Ryan can know her last name. We just don't need to know it.
0: Yeah. Because like, even
1: if he knew that she was Lindsay Wheeler, he would still never make a connection between... And the, Kayla, the, or Sandy's court case. The only time we
0: got this, she was Lindsay Gardner as well is in the t- thing where they were assigned to each other. And that yeah. was just, that was just so they could have the joke of being like, oh, yeah, but who's Ryan? It feels like the, like we would have solved so many problems if her last name was Wheeler. And then the then there was no, not that joke. Yeah, you'd lose one joke. Mm-hmm. But you'd solve so much of a headache.
1: And we didn't have to figure out, like, just don't give us her last name. Yeah. And then eventually we make the connection later. Her name is Lindsay Wheeler. Yeah, and then we go, oh,
0: oh,
1: well, uh, Kevin, I know it also episode. has to do with
0: that. Uh, go for it. But I decided to pick the the moment where I learned. Uh, it's not even really a a logic in in behalf of drama. I think it kind of is. It's when Re- it's when we learned that Renee apparently was not aware that she would go to jail.
1: And I don't understand that because we How, knew she was going to jail last it's episode. It's part of the
0: same trial. How do you not know that you are on trial?
1: How do you not know what being indicted is?
0: Yeah, it like you you're what did she what did you think would happen? So Caleb would go to jail and then she, she would just the
1: person who took the bribes would be fine. Well, just keep going. She'd be like, I was so confused. I didn't know. And she has to have
0: known that they thought that they were bribes. Yeah. Like Unless if she had no idea, like, I don't understand why they're asking me about this money, but I got to protect my daughter from something. I guess. I guess. Logic. It, in, in a show that is usually, usually so pretty good. well written, this entire arc makes no... From the point that Caleb was indicted to now, this entire, like, court arc makes no sense.
1: And... They've done legal stuff before, and it's been fine.
0: Well, I mean, I figured out why it was so bad. It's because they had to tie it into a non-legal thing. So they had to, like, somehow... Fudge stuff. Yeah, because clearly Caleb's not going to go to jail because he actually wasn't... Remember, once again, he's done illegal things, but this wasn't illegal. They got him on the one non-illegal thing. (sighs)
1: It's... (laughs) So, So bad. So bad.
0: But hey, if you thought this was good...
1: And <laughs> by this, we mean us.
0: Yeah. You should uh, give us a rating or view a subscription on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts.
1: Reviews are super important. They're how people find us. They are what sends us up the charts.
0: You know how, you know what else helps people find us? Tell them about us.
1: Talk about us. You can take us in your posts on Instagram or on Twitter. We're Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA. Yeah.
0: And, and you, you can, talk to us there or, or you can you talk could, to us with email.
1: Yeah. And that's also Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA at dot com. Yeah.
0: And uh, we're, we're going through the OC. It feels like this season's been a lot longer than it has.
1: We're what, like six episodes in? Is the six How episodes. is it Christmas already? It There's mu- so many more episodes to go. It must have.
0: Uh, it must have premiered in November.
1: There's so many more. Oh no, episodes wait, no. I, I
0: actually, we, I knew that because um, December. What? Because when we talked about the killers episode, I looked at the dates. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. So the killers one was in December. So this came out in December.
1: There's like still which, which, twenty more episodes to go. Which
0: means it premiered like mid-November.
1: Which is odd because TV used to be normal.
0: Yeah, I feel feel like usually season started like September or October. It feels like this was a late start.
1: TV used to be consistent, but. Who knows? Who knows? Will Kirsten ever accept Lindsay as her sister?
0: What will Julie do now that Caleb most likely isn't going to jail?
1: How will summer save Eastover this spring?
0: Answers to all this and more. Next episode on Mystery Outsiders and Abs.
1: A teen drama fan cast?